Welcome back to the Hidden Zoo, where every week we make fun of an animal that probably doesn't exist. I'm Don, and with me as always is Blake. Hi, Don. Good evening, Blake. Why are you so sad? What day, what day is it? Monday. What year? 2020. I want to... That's the prank I want to do, is to just, like, <laughs> leap out, like, leap naked out of... Well, aside from it being, like, quasi-sexual assault... <laughs> Forget about that. It's funny. You, you like you leap out of an alley naked and grab someone and like shake them. What day is it? Monday. And they're like, they're like, oh, Monday. And you go, what year? And then you run off. <laughs> like, is that guy from? Is that guy a time traveler or just a pervert? That's a good prank. And it's a cheap one too. Yeah, uh, like yes or no on like being covered in in ooze. <clears throat> yes. To be dripping with goo. Yeah, dripping is just goo. Space goo. (laughs) Time goo. That's still my favorite part of Ghostbusters, too. Why am I dripping with goo? It's just any and all things Janos. (laughs) Where are you from? The Upper West Side? (laughs) Because he's just doing some bizarre accent. That's that's a silly character. I enjoy I love Janos. I've come real close to buying a full-size... Uh, Vigo, the Carpath- oh, Vigo dude. the Carpathian painting, like the like on canvas print. Yeah, like well, yeah, print on canvas. Yeah, it's ridiculous. You should do it. I know. I've got the perfect spot for it. <laughs> also got this. Well, I got this for my roommate. See, is that uh, is that a Hellraiser cube? Yep, it is. It's the Hellraiser cube. What's the? There's a, there's a specific name for that. It's the. Um, well, it can go into the lament the configuration. configuration. Yeah. Oh. Oh, check it out! Jesus wept. Oh, I have such sights to show. Or what is it? I have such sights to show you. Now it looks like an iron cross. Yeah, but it's a really cool 3D printed <laughs> Hellraiser lament configuration cube. It's badass. It's really cool, and so then I I like it so much I had to get one for myself. <laughs> You know, just to have. Yeah. So you're telling me... What was me, I going to talk about? You're, you're, you wanted to tell me about Waco. Oh, no, not that. I saw a movie that I liked. Oh, what movie? Uh, it's called One Cut of the Dead. <laughs> have you oh, heard of that? It's, it's no, super cool. I have not. It's hard to describe without giving too much away, but it's a super cool zombie movie made in Japan by film students cool it's on shutter right now oh we canceled our shutter subscription because we stopped watching stuff Ah. (laughs) or else i'd probably watch it it was like five bucks a month that was that we weren't using anymore so that's i'm not like a big horror fan like it's okay yeah i feel like just i'm positively indifferent to horror i really like good horror movies but most horror movies are garbage Complete yeah, garbage. 
like I don't know. Would you call midsummer horror? Like, I call that uh, horror, right? Yeah, I think it's folk Pretty horror. Close. I haven't seen it because I heard it's just like a more boring Wicker Man. And also, I really didn't like uh, what's the first one that guy did uh, with, oh, with the um, Devil Child. The fuck is that one called? And the and the headless corpse. Uh, I can't think of it. Yeah, you know what I mean. I didn't like it. Like it finished, and it was one of those movies where I was like, okay, but why does that exist? Like the, it, it had creepy moments, and Girl, I have to. It was well put together. Hereditary. Hereditary. But it was lesser, it was like less than the sum of its parts. Like every individual piece of it was well done. But at the end, I was like, that was, I didn't like that. I don't know why it exists. I I really liked Midsummer. It it is very reminiscent of Wicker Man. (laughs) But the good one, the one from the 70s, have you seen that one? The one the 70s is pretty great. Not the Nick Cage one where he drops kick women in the face. Drop <laughs> kicks one. women in the face. The Nick, Cage, the Nick Cage one is great for different reasons. Bees! It's him screaming about bees and just like <laughs> just doing like wrestling moves on women. <laughs> oh, update, update! <laughs> I texted this to Blake the other day. Uh, apparently, Nick Cage has been tapped to play uh, to play uh, Joe Exotic in the Tiger King. Johnny, I almost called him Johnny Karate, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, Johnny Karate plays himself in everything. Uh, yeah, Joe, Joe Exotic, it's Nick Cage. And if it's not going to be Danny McBride, I'm happy it's Nick Cage. Uh, yeah, I'm all right with that. Danny McBride could still be uh, Turbo Douche. Yeah. Um, Danny McBride could almost be anyone who works in the park. Yeah, you could just put him in any role in that. In like, that I, I know we said Will Ferrell is Doc Antle, but Danny McBride could do Doc Antle too. Yeah. Or John he's C. Very, Riley. Ooh, John C. Riley is Doc Antle. He's weirdly he's weirdly versatile within yeah. a narrow range <laughs> of completely ridiculous humans, like just complete nonsense, horrible weirdos. Yep. And you're like, yeah, Danny McBride could do any of those. Yep. <laughs> Danny McBride's telling you how he broke his legs. Oh, did I tell you what I learned about the the legless guy? So this is this is from the Joe Exotic podcast that predates the show that. Uh, Oh, I still need to start that. Yeah, it's, I, I forget who does it. A Wondery. And it used to be like part of their paid premium content, and they just dropped it, the whole thing for free after the show got huge. Uh, y- you know what his job was when he broke his legs on the on the zip line? Was he the safety inspector for the zip line? No, it was actually a zip line. It was like either in his yard or a friend's backyard. They had just put it up, and he was testing it. It was an amateur zip line accident? Yes, but he was a <laughs> professional bungee jumper. <laughs> Wait, professional bungee jumper? Yeah, he said, at the time, he said I was bungee jumping for a career. That exists? Yeah, but now that I say it out loud, it sounds almost like a like a, like a really bad Japanese game show, bungee jumping for a career. Where, like, you jump down, and you grab a prop out of the, out of the balloon pad, you know, the safety pad thing, and, like, that determines what your career is going to be. And you're like, oh, you grabbed a legal document. Lawyer! Or that's like the one Australian you meet who isn't involved in mining. <laughs> well, oh, no, mate, I'm a fucking bungee jumper. <laughs> what, professionally? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I used to be a miner, though, but you know. It all, the gold, all the gold ran out. No, that was Irish. <laughs> uh, I can't do Australia. It's fucking hard. It's so hard. You just gotta think, ah, fuck. Ah, fuck. Crikey. <laughs> I, can, I, can I, okay. only, I can only do one really. I'm not, I wouldn't say well, but reasonably, and it's the 
just like awful hillbilly version. Like, ah, fuck. <laughs> I was fucking mining, but you know, the gold ran out. So <laughs> now I'm a fucking bungee jumper. It's the best. I can, I, I can do yeah, the beast. The beast fucking bungee jumper the world's ever seen, mate. I can I can do one version of Australian. <laughs> I, stupid. I can specifically do an imitation of a girl who was in my anthropology capstone class in 2010. Okay, uh, she was from Australia, and she never showed up to group meetings for our big group project. Like she showed up to like one, uh, and had a bunch of dumb ideas, and uh, asked if we had any weed a lot, and. Then she never showed up again, and she didn't even show up for the final presentation. And I really seriously considered giving her part of the final because I was the group lead. So I, I, I like kind of had everything she had put together. I had it. I considered presenting her part in her voice because I had made my group laugh so much with my impression of her. <clears throat> Something like this. Well, uh, you see, when we're talking about, like... Uh, ancient Greece and how the culture moves down the time. Was she from Essex? To like, uh, to like modern Greece. It's like really weird. You know, I don't understand how like you're in America, everybody hates weed so much. In Australia, I would just smoke it on the porch all the time. Yeah, like she did, it, that, she was from Australia, but that was her voice. <laughs> Just speed it up a little bit. You've got a pretty good Essex accent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So that's her. Just speed it up and clip it a little bit, right? Right. <laughs> speed it up, you know, draw up some syllables, you know, you got like a pretty good like Essex accent. <laughs> oh, it helps if you move your head around. <laughs> Actually helped a lot. We're watching the new Doctor Who and two of the companions are from uh, uh, Yorkshire. And so they've got a uh, Yorkshire accent, which is kind of like a North Country accent, but uh, but uh, almost a bit heavier, as it were. And uh, they they conjugate verbs strange. Instead of saying it was nice, they say it were nice. And then one, then the other guy just sounds like Michael Caine. How is the new Doctor? I haven't watched Doctor Who since Matt Smith. Um, so it's interesting because so far we're halfway through the her second her most current season. She's the only doctor of the modern era who doesn't have like a dark side or megalomania or deep seated self-loathing. She's just like a very positive, good, good person. And and, like, you can say that mostly about David Tennant, but he had his moments of murdering the shit out of people, you know, (laughs) Matt Smith's doctor was clearly very peppy and glib because he hated himself. He was just absolutely hated himself and didn't want to talk about it. And then Peter Capaldi's doctor was an angry old man. Hmm. Yeah. Like he spent like the better part of a season just suffering from clinical depression, basically. Sounds like a riot. Yeah. Yeah, He was all right. He was, especially his last season. I really liked the companion. Uh, I think Bob, Bobby was her name, but um, his last season was really good. I didn't like Clara Oswalt at all, so any season with her in it, I'm a little meh about. But I love Matt Smith. I think he's great. Really? I like Tenet a lot. I, I like both. Actually, I like 9, 10, and 11 a lot. Christopher Eccleston I really enjoyed, yeah, too. Yeah, he doesn't get enough credit for just being a badass. The first one that I saw was, you know, New Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't care about old Doctor Who. Why would I care about new Doctor Who? <laughs> that was the same way. And then the first episode I saw was him just being super pissed at Daleks. Yep. 
he was so mad at the Daleks, and I was I was into it. It's like, damn, he's really pissed off at these stupid things. The first one I accidentally caught was uh, David Tennant's uh, Shakespeare episode from from the. Uh, he was his. Third. Oh, I don't remember that one. Oh, it was great. He went back in time, Shakespeare, and it turned out that uh, I don't remember her name, but the companion that wasn't Rose or Donna, Martha, Martha Jones. Uh, she was the inspiration for the sonnet about the sonnets about Shakespeare's dark lady, and there were interdimensional witches who used science with poetry instead of math, and they, that's why they were attracted to Shakespeare. <laughs> I just looked up to see if Doctor Who has ever met Bigfoot. Has he? There is an entry for Bigfoot okay. on Doctor Who fandom. Let's see. Oh, good God. Oh, God. Wait, what? 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 Huh. Is <laughs> from what? It says, Bigfoot was a creature famous for being caught on the Patterson-Gimlin Bigfoot film. Her real name was Geraldine, and she told River Song she was upset that she was filmed on a bad hair day. Uh, it looks like it's from a novel. That's, so, that's huh. why we so I wonder if that's canon. It. Yeah. <laughs> that Bigfoot exists in the Doctor Who I, multiverse. I honestly don't know, like... I, I, I could give a 10-minute lecture off the top of my head about Star Wars canon, but I do not know what worlds the comics and books and video games and audio dramas, like what, what canon they're in for Doctor Who. I don't know, and I don't particularly care. Yeah, me neither. I'm still irritated they threw out all the extended universe. I'm not. Most of it sucked. Okay, true. <laughs> Most of it was but the abject were garbage. <laughs> I, I miss Kyle Katarn. Uh, what else do I miss? I miss KOTOR, but KOTOR may have a backdoor entrance because of the uh, older public MMORPG. Maybe, maybe not. How old? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I miss Darth Revan. I like Darth Revan. I like that story. And I can't, I can't watch any b- b- BTS behind-the-scenes stuff because it just bums me out. <clears throat> but what, Star Wars behind-the-scenes? Or Because they they're doing a, a weekly release on Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. BTS stuff. And what? I can't watch it because it makes me sad. Why does it make you sad? Because I want to be doing that. Oh. <laughs> I want to be sitting here watching. Also, I know one of, I know a dude who's in it. No. Who? Like one of the one of the stunt guys. That's badass. From the Paper Tigers. Did I tell you that? That when we were sitting at lunch and they dropped the trailer and I like watched it in the like watched it in the pro, not not the I didn't have a prop truck. I was like in the truck and watched <laughs> the trailer real quick. Uh-huh. It's like, oh I got it. And then went to lunch and I'm sitting at lunch, like going through IMDB, just like I wonder who's in here. And I was looking, just scrolling through all the, the crew. And one of the stunt people comes up. I was like, wait, that guy looks really familiar. <laughs> like, oh, because he's fucking sitting across from me at the lunch table. <laughs> was a, a stunt player. So I'm watching the behind the scenes of them working out some some fight scene. And it's like, there's, there's Sam doing stunts. Well, just... You know, With a bunch of cool Star Wars shit all around him. Take some solace that nobody's doing it. Did you see what the Blacklist did for their se- season finale? That's true. Um, I, it, no, I heard that didn't they just kind of tap out because no, the world is too weird. No. Uh, that's a show I've never watched. I've just been aware of it because Netflix is always Black like, Mirror. Yeah, Black Mirror. Yeah, yeah. The dude was like, no, it's the real world does not need Black Mirror now. Yeah, Blacklist is uh, James Spader or CIA's. I don't fucking know. Right. Anyway. Uh, that I, network show, yeah. I saw online that it's been on they, for uh, that's been on for like two years or twenty years. Yeah, yeah, forever or 
not at all. A show that parents watch. <clears throat> exactly. It's like JAG. Uh, NCIS. Yeah. So uh, they they sent their they sent what they had out to an animation house, which was like twenty. I think they had twenty minutes of footage for the season finale, but they had to do the other twenty minutes in like three weeks or something, which is like not nearly enough time for CG. And so they tossed it together, and it looks like a low grade PS2 game <laughs> with just like a bunch of recorded dialogue it's rough 80 yard over and it's cut back and forth between the human scenes because you know they weren't shooting it linearly so Mm -hmm. i i don't know what's going to happen with supernatural because that's supposed to air at series finale and they had to stop production and i don't know is still on fuck yeah it is i had no i thought the show ended years ago no it's still how many seasons has it gone 15 20 15 15 seasons holy shit they're ending with 15 I hadn't. <laughs> oh, oh, it's too soon, man. Yeah. You know, it's, here's the thing. 15 seasons? After season five, it took a major dip for about a season and a half, and I actually like quit watching and then came back to it. And then it found its groove, and occasionally is as good as it was in the first five seasons, sometimes even better. But like, I would watch these two hunt monsters until they're in wheelchairs. I just, I, It's just fun. Haven't they run out of names for demons by now? Well... You'd think so, but you this can always... This is Biel, Yeah, in Gizzlebo. And Mazel Top. <laughs> two demons that we have in this episode. No, those and are also cat... this monster named Google, Google Forp. Those are cats characters, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's Grimbly Minsk. <laughs> no, they still do a pretty good job of basing a lot of the monsters on actual real-world folklore mythology. They're just not as tight as they were in the first five seasons uh, where like, they'll just like, they'll pick a name and like a couple of traits and then just, they could do whatever they want for the purposes of the show. And what's it like to run out of monsters? I don't know. I wouldn't understand what that's like at all. <laughs> the show is just going to start taping their zoom meetings, but they can like, you know, they like they... kind of like what we do now. <laughs> <laughs> they can they can pull from a deeper well than we can because they they have a whole episode about fairies. They can do fairies. We're not going to do fucking. They have fairies. the supernatural. Yeah, they yeah. Can like they the... they can they do ghosts and shit. I mean, we may lean into ghosts at some point. <laughs> We're going to get to Rasalkas and water Ooh. kelpies. Yeah, I love Rasalkas. Hot ladies that just pull you down under the water. You try to fuck them and they drown you. We're going to get to the. It's the Baba Yaga and, the, and La Yorona. I love Baba Yaga too. Yes. Uh, I, I love. I don't know why I have a soft spot for Slavic mythology. It doesn't get the love it deserves. A lot of it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty fucking badass. Um, okay, um, let's let's talk monsters. Yeah, we, we have a lake monster it. double feature today. I hope yours has more information than mine did. Uh, yeah, I think it does. I think it does. Uh, we talked about this during our 69th episode spectacular because we had this guy on the list and wondered how we had never covered him before. I want to talk about Ogopogo. I was shocked that we haven't done I know, this one. I know. Uh, or Naitaka, if you believe the uh, white people's theories that it was actually originally seen by Native Americans. Do you believe that? Yeah, sure. Yeah, why not? Why not? <clears throat> Ogopogo. Because they didn't have, like, People before writing didn't have imaginations. No. Nope. So they couldn't invent things. Everything ever was passed down in an oral tradition is true. 
Yes. Also, they would never lie. Right. So, so that's why, like, that's why when C-3PO was telling the oral tradition of the first two and a half movies to the Ewoks, it was all true. Ichota Vader. And that one goes, and hides his eyes. Did you ever, did it ever hit you that he basically told in, in universe, like five years worth of happenings in essentially three minutes? <laughs> well, his whole story is. I thought he just did New Hope. Isn't no, because he says Chimney Cloud City, Han Solo, Tiglo Carbon. Oh, right, Tiglo Carbonite. <laughs> That's right, Tiglo Carbonite. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's... Oh, shit. Okay. Like, so... That'd be fun to have a long-form C-3PO speaking e- whatever mm-hmm. e- Ewok language doing the whole... doing the prequels. Yeah, that's the only thing I remember <laughs> about that bad dragon movie, Reign of Fire, is that after the dragon apocalypse, they were acting out Star Wars for the kids. Yeah. <laughs> Which was a nice touch. That movie was almost, like, almost good. <laughs> but not. No, it's... It was almost good, yet somehow not even close. It was also uh, one of those mov- one of those monochromatic movies that gives me a headache. Well, it was dichromatic. It was very orange and blue, and orange blue movies give me headaches. Yeah, that's how you know the world's over. Yeah, because orange or green. But uh, green one movies of those that irritates me where the concept was cool. Yeah, and then it just got kind of mangled. Yep. Yeah, it, cu- it. I wanted to see it in the theater, and then I heard it was bad, and then we rented it. We're like, "Yep, glad we rented it." Like, like Mimic frust- frustrates me to no end. Mimic, what's that one? Because Mimic, the one with Mira Sorvino and the roach and the mutant roaches. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was uh, yeah, Del Toro. And, um, Guillermo del Toro, yeah. early one of his early movies. Yeah. Allegedly, there's a cut that's better because he didn't get final cut on it. <laughs> Who knows? But that's a cool. Like the concept is cool, and the movie's just kind of boring. <laughs> yeah, that sucks, especially for Del Toro. He's Usually, boring is the opposite of what he does. Whether or not you like his movies, they're never boring. Yeah, the concept was great. Huh. It's just the then just kind of went wet. Okay, so uh, Naitaka supposedly comes from a Salish word, which now I'm going to um, definitely going to screw up the pronunciation oh, Salish. here. Salish, that's yeah. native to here. Yeah, it's, uh, Salish tribes and Athabascan tribes are all up and down the, the Pacific Northwest coast. Uh, Nahaitik, or Lake Demon. So it's not really Naitaka. This is a white person thing. But um, so here's the thing: the uh, the Salish folks only started seeing Ogopogo in the 19th century. You know, like after white people showed up, which is mm-hmm. curious. Oh, I forgot to mention: um, Ogopogo is a Canadian beast. He, she, or it is prepared to be located in Lake Okanagan in British Columbia. Uh, and there is a town associated with it, uh, Kelowna, British Columbia, which oh, I've never Kelowna, heard of. They've got a hockey team there. What's the name of the hockey team? I don't remember, but they play the Chiefs a lot. <clears throat> the Kelowna uh, Lake Monsters? Yeah, the Kelowna Ogie Pogies. Ogie Pogies? <laughs> the Kelowna Ogo Pogies. Oh yeah. Well, the the original one was copyrighted, so they had to change it slightly. <laughs> the fighting pogos, and then their mascot Probably is the ho- I think it's the hawks. I think their mascot is like a Chinese dragon, but it's Ogopogo, which is a bunch of people. They have like six people in the mascot costume. <laughs> Let's see the Kelowna Rockets. Is that right? Huh. 
So there's uh, probably like six different leagues. Uh, oh, maybe it's the Chiefs. Kelowna is not a small town. It's a quarter million people almost. But it's still like tempting for me to say this is another small town cryptid just because I know that Spokane is half a million people for the metro area and it is most definitely a goddamn small town in every way that it operates. And zero good monsters. Yeah. And well, except for Matt Shea. <laughs> he's not he's not running again. Good. He wants he to did join not the file the paperwork to run again. He... So darn, we'll have one less white nationalist in the state legislature. <laughs> he's just gonna go join his militia full time. Good for him. Everybody should have a hobby. Um, (laughs) So uh, in uh, in Kelowna, they have uh, just like the the Hodag and fucking Raystown Rain and all the and and Mothman. They've got an Ogopogo statue, right? They uh, there is an Ogopogo float uh, every year during. uh, uh, Oh, I missed it. Uh, there's a parade. There's a parade, and there's an Ogopogo float. <laughs> and a few years back, the city of Kelowna, the uh, the staff of the city, recommended that the city councilors get rid of Ogopogo to go in a different direction to make the city known for something that isn't a non-existent humpy lake monster. Uh, and the councilors <laughs> voted it down and maintained Ogopogo as the parade float to this day. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm looking that. at the Kelowna minor hockey league rockets mascot the rockets what and is it? it is some kind of monster Ooh, is it it's not clearly an ogopogo monster but it is some kind of monster i gotta see it i gotta see it is it like a is it a gritty like monster it looks like something from space jam um it does but it doesn't definitely has a it definitely has a dragony vibe it's like a, a a small dragon from space jam uh, according to Wikipedia, since 2000, the Rockets' uniforms have featured a logo resembling the legendary Okanagan Lake monster Ogopogo. Ha! There you it go. It is. It is Ogopogo. Their mascot is Ogopogo. But you're right. It looks like Monstar Ogopogo. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's what I wanted. Monster. Like the little monster came down and it, like, it, it stole all of Ogopogo's hockey power, which apparently is considerable because it looks pretty badass. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, uh, Ogopogo was first sighted in 1926. 30 cars of people claimed to have seen whatever it was. And in 1968, a guy named Art Folden filmed some actual footage of it. And this is, this is great. Apparently, somebody did a computer analysis of the footage, and that person concluded it was a solid three-dimensional object. Wow, those exist. I know. I'm I'm glad it was not a two-dimensional plane or a platonic solid. You That'd know? be really hard to observe. Wouldn't you just see a line segment? Yeah, you wouldn't notice it in the water at all unless it was coming, <laughs> unless the flat edge was coming towards was. you, you know? <laughs> you could see the flat end. Yeah, like if, if it was coming towards you uh, along the two-dimensional side, you wouldn't see anything. Wouldn't even leave a wake. So, yeah, it is a solid three-dimensional object. So, good, good. Uh, it's uh, it's Euclidean. We can say that. The Euclidean creature. <laughs> it, exists, it exists within the realms of what we understand as normal geometry. Well, like, I know you, uh, I, you, you didn't <laughs> – you weren't able to make the episode for the Enfield monster, but look up the Enfield monster and tell me that's not a non-Euclidean son of a bitch. 
<laughs> the Enfield monster has like six non-Euclidean penis appendages. It's oh. Uh, oh, it's quite a creature. Most of that episode is about all of its, it's dicks. It's quite a creature. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it looks like I said this in the episode and, and nobody got it. Well, I don't say nobody got it, but you'll, you'll enjoy it better, better than the other two. Uh, it looks like a rejected creature from Dejarik hollow chess. <laughs> Look it yeah, up. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. I have looked up the infield. Yeah. It looks like something that would, that, uh, Chewbacca would win a game with. Careful. The Wookiee doesn't like to lose. Tell your arms off when he loses. And feel horror. Yeah, that one. You know how close I am to buying an E11 blaster kit, Don? Like, super close. They sell those? Well, I mean, Sterling parts, real Sterling parts kits are long gone because of Star Wars dorks. Yeah. But they're 3D printing them now, so. Nice. I kind of want one. That's I kind of, awesome. I'm going to get one. Just, you know, Eventually. when do I do it? I've had, uh, I've had the DL44, like just the Kenner pew pew toy for years. And I've, I've <laughs> yeah. and I, I've been meaning since I was in like middle school to, to spray paint it the correct colors, <laughs> like display it next to my Firefly replica, Malcolm Reynolds pistol. Oh, you've got one of those? Cool. Yeah. Bought that from Hastings before it went out of business. <laughs> really? And at some oh, point hey, during things. the move, uh, part of it snapped off. So I have it facing the, the direction where you can't see the little nub that broke off the back. It sucks. I'm disappointed. You know, there's there's two versions of the DL44, Don. I did not. There's, there's the one, they there's the, the British version. And then there's the reshoot version from L.A. Because huh. they couldn't get the original piece back. Was it? So they built a new one. Was it also, was it made from the same base gun? Almost. It's extremely similar. They just use different parts to dress it up. Nice. That's uh, Han Solo's uh, modified DL44 blaster. Blaster uh, Blastec uh, DL44 blaster rifle is modified with a with a scope for for Han Solo's use. Because it didn't originally come with a scope. And why would you need a scope on a blaster pistol? Anyway, all of them. He never it. used it. He never used the scope. Almost all the blasters, they put scopes on. And, and why do you need a blaster rifle? Because the whole point of rifling is it's a, it's a, it's a solid projectile. <laughs> it's coming out of the rifle at a higher velocity and, and higher accuracy. Because blaster muskets sound stupid, Ron. <laughs> yeah, tell that to Fallout 4, bitch. <laughs> I hate that gun. It's the dumbest gun, and the guy who gives it to you is the worst part of the game. I hate it. I hate the bla- the the laser musket <sighs> okay so this is this is great there's a british cryptozoologist named carl shuker and he has categorized this one of his categories of cryptozoological beings it's a many hump variety of lake monster yeah that tracks so so i i i've never understood this about lake monsters right like the the general conception of ogopogo if you look at the the all like the float and the statue and most of the pictures it is a snake and it's not humps it's coils dipping into and out of the water it's undulations yes uh and swims it it undulates vertically yeah which is not what any uh sea snake which no reptiles do but (laughs) they all go horizontally but then you got this motherfucker who's like, no, 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 no. It's not undulations. It's just humps. <laughs> it's got just got like six camel humps on its back. So it just has, it's just a bunch of humps. 
Uh, yeah. And then what's underneath the humps? Just like a snake? A milkshake brings all the boys to Lake Okanagan. <laughs> Damn right, my humps are... I don't remember the fuck. You're thinking song. of the wrong. <laughs> You're conflating my humps. Um, You're right. I'm conflating milkshake two, with two, my humps. Two shitty songs. My lovely monster band. humps. Check it out. <laughs> uh, so apparently, a tissue sample was sent to a researcher in Ontario. This is from Cryptid Wiki. Uh, the, there was a oh, carcass, a reliable source. weird specimen. There are no pictures of the specimen. I can't. I can't find anything to back this up. It's not cited because Cryptid Wiki doesn't require citations. And uh, the people who wrote this don't understand that it's also not dated because it says, The remains were found two weeks ago by Kelowna resident Dan Popoff. Like, this is, this is a wiki. It's not, it doesn't work like that. It's not, these are real facts, Don. Come on. Yeah, I would. I would love to know more about that but i couldn't find it but in googling in googling for information for that that's where i found out that Kelowna has the you know it's 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 it uses ogopogo as its mothman you know man spokane needs something like that you could you could do one you could fake a cryptid create for spokane it. yeah create Ooh. spokane's cryptid oh have, man what would it be you have the knowledge be well i'm looking at the enfield horror right now i could probably come up with something better than that well you know it would just end up being called the spoke animal no matter how hard you tried spoke animal <laughs> and then the shelter would get pissed yeah a spokanable is already taken as <laughs> the there's a roller derby team use that one uh spokanibus is probably already taken too yeah which should have been the first thing because you could you could spokanibus well, they went with Smokan. Smokan. There's, yeah, there's. That's what I, when they first legalized it, I was like, you got to get those names locked down immediately because those are the best ones. Uh, Smokandalabra. You could also do Smokanibus. Ooh, double. They combine the two. Double trouble. Okay, I just Googled words that start with can. Spokantilever. What? Spokancellation. Spokandescent. Ugh, I don't like that at all. Uh, that sounds like something a local news news net network would come up with. Like, oh, yeah, look at no. oh, look at this. It's spokandescent. You know, it's like something they think is really cool. Come on, promo department, come up with something better. Uh, smoke spokan the spokamel. It's it's a many humped cryptid. <laughs> spoke camel. It falls. I like that one a lot. It's just a camel. <laughs> well, it's not supposed to be here now, is it? <laughs> it is. Camels a, it, don't live here. It falls into two categories. It is a many hump variety of cryptid, <laughs> and also it is an, an out of place animal. So you're just having to explain that sometimes camels do have two humps. They're called Bactrian camels. And if you turn and they the look B from the dromedary, if, you're used to. If you turn the B on its side, that reminds you that it has two humps. And the dromedary, uh -huh. if you turn the D ninety degrees, it reminds you it has one hump. Hi, also, I'm, a, a I'm British cryptozoologist Carl Schuka, and I'm here to say that your spoke camel is definitely a many hump version of a cryptid. And then just go over to the casino and it's like, hey, could you guys like draw me some draw me some camels on a rock? Yeah, can 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 you make up a Salish word to What's the Salish word for camel? Come up with one. What why do you need to know that? Oh, don't worry, I'm fucking with all the other white people. 
Don't worry, you guys get first dibs on the merch. Yeah, you can pretend that you knew about it since way back when. <laughs> oh, yeah, we've always known about it. We just didn't tell you. <laughs> Nobody asked. <laughs> Nobody asked if we knew about camels. <laughs> I mean, obviously we know about camels now, but did we know about camels then? Well, you know. if we told you about them, you would have stolen them, assholes. <laughs> How do you think we got around before you brought horses? Think we just walked everywhere? <laughs> Jesus, you're dumb. <laughs> I like that explanation a lot. Oh, God. If I was still in contact with one of the guys from the Mobius board who worked with the Kalispell tribe, <laughs> I might be able to hook that up. We, I liked it. Like, we liked each other a lot, but then I just fell out of contact after I moved here. It's the, the dude's name from Parks and Rec. Uh, other Ron? No, the uh, <laughs> the tribal representative. The guy oh, who I, just I can't. Was fucking yeah. with everybody. Yeah, I don't remember. Like Ken something. <laughs> Does the ritual to make the white people feel better? I just watched that one the other day with the the harvest festival where oh, he's man. doing the ceremony. He's like, I'm just saying words. <laughs> no one can understand me. <laughs> dooby dooby doo. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Ogopogo, okay, I remember reading a bunch about Ogopogo as a kid, and it's one of those things that seemed really evocative along with, you know, Champ, some of the other smaller lake monsters, which I don't think we've done Champ yet either. I think we have. Have we? Haven't we? Okay, we I'll, had to have. I'll look it up. But, we did, um, uh, I did, did I do the one? I did Cadborosaurus, right? I can't remember. I don't I'm have the... I'm pretty sure I did Cadbury's. Caddy. I don't have it in front of me. But that's an ocean one, so it's slightly more plausible. Uh, there, there's not a hell of a lot of information on Ogopogo to go around, you know? it's uh, There aren't a heck of a lot of pictures, you know? There's like this one. The picture on Cryptid Wiki is just, it's your standard, oh, that's a log or a rock. or it's, it's It could be anything. Yeah, it's a shape. Yeah, it's a three-dimensional solid. It's a, it's a three-dimensional <laughs> three, three shape. Yeah. It's so. definitely not a gas. Well, no. we're not sure. It's probably not a gas. I mean, we did do the gaseous cryptid from Crawfordsville not that long ago. So it's 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 not okay. unheard of for cryptids to take different states of matter. <laughs> Gelatinous cubes. <laughs> Slimes, like in Dragon Slimes. Quest. Slimes. Slime monsters. L- little, little blue smiley slimes. Oh, ooh, trivia. Ogopogo is a palindrome. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Okay. Now, That's a good hockey team name, the Kelowna Palindromes. <laughs> and then people think of that like, wait, what? Neither of those is a... Huh. So tell me about, uh, tell me about yours. Your, what's your <laughs> There's nothing. Nothing? Don sent me to do Iggy Pop. Iggy <laughs> Pogo. Yeah, Iggy Pop. I was calling it Iggy Pogo. It's the same damn thing, but with way less information. Why is it this called Egopogo? I don't Lake, remember that. This is one is Lake Simcoe, Ontario. Huh. The creature's name is just a reference for Ogopogo. Because <laughs> that already existed, so this town. Oh, hey, hey, uh, Benny. Well, we, we we saw a couple of humps over there in the lake. Uh, what should we call it? Oh, I don't know. Back there in BC, they got uh, Ogopogo. So, uh, <laughs> hey, what do you say? It's uh, I don't know, uh, Ego Pogo? Eh? And there's a, a book from 1952 called I Go Pogo. Okay. 
Oh, the comic so, strip Pogo. It was a comic, yeah. Okay. A public, uh, I guess a collection, I don't know, a collection of the Pogo comics, maybe? Okay. Walt, Walt, Walt Kelly? Was it? It's also yeah. called Kempenfeld Kelly. <laughs> not, as, <laughs> not as evocative as I go Pogo. Kempenfeld Kelly? That sounds like a, a, a horse from New England. I was intrigued by its similarities to something called an Irish crocodile, but then there was very little information on Irish crocodile. Is an Irish crocodile another out-of-place cryptid? No, it's like a Kelpie. Oh, okay. Like a water spirit. This one's just supposed to look like an otter, an otter dog. Huh. Motherfucker. Okay, so this is one I forgot about until just now. Now I'm looking at the Igapogo Wikipedia page. Manipogo. So they just decided in Canada that they're just going to name yeah. their lake monsters Pogos. Uh-huh. Manny Pogo, Oga Pogo. What the fuck? Oh, except for Memphrey. That's a different one. Well, that's in Quebec. That's true. They they do go so their own So it's got way. some silly French name. Yeah. They, they... <laughs> Memfre- Lake Memphremagog. What's the... Oh, I want the name. Origin of the name. <laughs> Memphremagog? Uh, that's a, that's oh. a supernatural demon right it there. Is. It's, uh, it... Have the Winchester brothers vanquished Memphremagog yet? It totally, it sounds like a demon or it's like an Irish, <laughs> uh, uh, Celtic thing. It's, it's from Algonquian language and it means uh, where there is a big expanse of water. I love it when white people take a literal description from an Indian language and make it the official name of a place I love it. Yeah, it means uh, water. <laughs> okay. What an evocative, what an exotic name. And Cryptid Wiki just copy pasted the inform, you know, in, quote unquote information huh. from Wikipedia. So even That's the cool. not reputable, <laughs> the less reputable <laughs> cryptid, cryptid Wiki information page has no information. Um, <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> this is potentially. Hold on, I just gotta find it. I'm. If this is true, <clears throat> Manhattan. I want to see what Manhattan means because I knew that that uh, came from uh, one of one of the New England uh, Native American tribes. There are. It's a Lenape word has been translated as the place where we get bows or a place for gathering the wood to make bows. Uh, it also could have meant the island where we all became intoxicated. Cool. So the Lenape would go there, get drunk, make some bows, leave, sell it to Dutch people. Ah, we got to go make some bows this weekend. Don't you mean booze? Shh, shh, shh. No, 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 no. Not in front of the, not in front of the wives. <clears throat> How come whenever you get home from making bows with the boys, you're always, you just, you just fall right over. Did any of the, the tribal peoples have figure out fermenting stuff? They had to. Everybody in the world. Like everybody did, right? Booze. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, they were, they were, were they cooking up something? Look that up. I looked it up. Native booze. Native American booze. They had to have. Oh, Ken, Wata- Ken Hotate. Alcohol and Native Americans is, is its own guy. Wikipedia page. 
Like so, for sure, somebody was making it, right? They had to. Um, I've never run. I've never run across that information. No, I've I've read this in multiple places, and uh, I don't know if it's apocryphal or not. But Squanto, friend of the Pilgrims, he had been to England yes. before the uh, the Puritans landed at Plymouth, and uh, supposedly he walked up to them and said to them in English something like, "Ho, Englishmen, did you bring any beer?" <laughs> and they immediately murdered him. No, they probably had beer. But the Puritans? He was Squanto, friend of the pilgrims. They didn't they wouldn't murder their friend. But yeah, um I don't know. I don't want to take the time to look it up and leave that much to I air. recall that Disney movie. Yes. Sort of. Yeah. Um I vaguely remember it. I saw it once in a theater and that was enough. It was from the period after the Disney Renaissance when they leaned hard into unnecessary sidekicks. They were like, well, she's got a bird and a raccoon. And then this guy has a little pug. And, and they all, they're all they all so cute. And then she talks to a tree for some reason because Indians talk to trees, right? And then she fucks John Smith. That's how history goes. And then they made The Hunchback of Notre Dame, which is just an ill-advised thing to adapt for a children's movie anyway. <laughs> and they were so that hard priest up. priest wants to bang that gypsy. <clears throat> but he also wants to murder her. Yeah. They, they were so she hard up him. For, uh, for sidekicks. They were like, ah, ta- talking gargoyles. These will make good plushes. Jason Alexander, come be a gargoyle. Not the cool I, kind. The, the lame I, kinds from this movie. I haven't seen that one since it originally was that on video. So early night, when was that? Like early mid nineties? Um, 95, 96. Lion King was 94. I think was so, Demi Moore the voice of the, fuck, of Esmeralda. Fuck. If I remember, I saw, I half watched it once at my uncle's mm. house in like 97. So yeah, I don't, I don't care much for that one. Creepy. Yeah. So, um, is that that's pretty much it for our Lake Monster double feature, I guess. Yeah, it was Demi Moore. Also, Mary Kay Bergman, <laughs> Jason Alexander. <clears throat> yeah. Who was who was a uh, hump, hump, humpback man? That was somebody named Tom Hulse. Was Quasimodo? Quasimodo. Tom Hulse. That sounds familiar. Maybe because he's played the same character in. Uh, <laughs> And Kingdom Hearts, I don't know. Oh, he was in Animal House. Oh, he was Mozart in Amadeus. A movie that I did not expect to have tits, but did. <laughs> Surprise, it was probably rated PG. And it was like, it was in the first ten minutes. Salieri <laughs> walks in on Mozart just like, copping a feel on this chick. Oh? Yeah, surprising. It was a good movie, but I did not expect <laughs> Amadeus to have 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 naked boobs in it. You didn't have those back then. No, certainly not. Huh. Should uh, I wrap it up and yeah. do our next call? Yeah, I think so. I don't know that we have that much else to talk about. As we have said, we are kind of running out of monsters. I'm looking at this Anfield monster. It is stupid. It is. It's so dumb. It's like a poorly realized Rancor. Yeah, it was a good episode, too. You should go back and check it out since you weren't on it. I, it's I'm, like, yeah, draw the Star Wars Rancor, but like add an extra leg. 
It's uh, we decided it really just wanted to have a friend and it couldn't find a friend. So every like every one of its adventures ended up with it walking backwards, trying to hitchhike with one of its seven thumbs, like uh, <laughs> like at the end of the Incredible Hulk show, you know, just walking away down the road. Sad, sad Enfield horror. And he only has one foot, though, the Enfield horror. OK, uh, any final thoughts? Nope. OK, so uh, here we go. Here's some music. Get some new stuff. No. I forgot again. I'll get new stuff eventually. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to our silly show. This has been the Hidden Zoo, where I am Don, and with me as always was Blake. And uh, we are you going to say something? It looks like you're going to say something. Interrupt my my spectacular outro. No, okay, fuck you. Not you, listeners. We love you, Blake. He can go fuck himself. Thanks again for listening. Bye.